hello everybody and welcome back to not sword art online odd because uh, i'm not running this show right now i'm just introducing it so say hi snow hey all right so basically what happened is after you guys finished going through the labyrinth under the mountain you were greeted by darius and after a numerous number of stressful situations you decided you need a break so you were escorted back up into castle remedolf where you met uh, a number of familiar faces surprisingly enough Clerk Kent's here? Hello. You were walking up into your guest rooms and passing you through the hall as you were going back to take your stead for the evening. You ran into Clerk Kent. Oh, hey, Clerk Kent. How you doing? Oh, I'm good. I'm just uh, passing through, grabbing some things from my bathroom. Wait, what? This is the bathroom? Oh, yes. This uh, this whole dimension is in my bathroom. And didn't you know that you got lost in it last several times uh, not too long ago, right? I have a terrible sense of direction. I honestly <laughs> didn't even realize. That that's amazing. I mean, that th that's what makes the most sense. I was worried that you got lost in like a five by five cubic room. You know, <laughs> that actually explains a lot. <laughs> I actually live in this bathroom. I, everything else is just a front. A storefront? <laughs> yes. Wait, so do you just go to the bathroom like... Anywhere? Oh, God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's gross. Oh, well, Clerk Kent, we were just getting ready to go sit down at the uh, table in Wilson's room. We were going to play another uh, session with the Dungeons and Doggies, if you wanted to join oh, us. Oh, how exciting. I, I happen to have... My uh, character sheet from last time with me right here. He oh. brings it to the bathroom. It's where he does his best thinking. <laughs> I, I think he might have been expecting This is us. true. He might have been expecting He might have been it. hoping to run into us in the bathroom. It's possible. <laughs> wait, wait, maybe he just knows what's going on in the bathroom. Anything is possible in here. It's like a part of him. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, well, <laughs> come on, guys. I, I got the session already. Uh, all right, Uguin, I know you got your characters all set. And uh, Wilson, you leveled up yours. I leveled up copper to level five. And uh, Clerk Kent, did you uh, happen to level your character? I did. Oh, impressive. He anticipated this. I am at level five, yes. My character float? Uh, I, I don't, I don't <laughs> think so. I don't think so. so. Your paper's floating, but this, that's about it. This sucks. So you all make your way back to uh, Wilson's room and you set up around a, a reasonably sized table in front of a fireplace with Snow seated at the head and she starts to unfurl a giant binder filled with papers and sets up a, a little screen to cover everything from your eyes. As you peer over to her, you wait for her to start the adventure. Uh, this is a handmade screen. It's hand-carved mahogany. Oh. It, it was made when, from the home doors. That? Oh. Did you have them make that while we were in the labyrinth? Yeah. What? <laughs> All right, all right. Uh, so get your listening ears on, guys. All right, put them on. Okay. I feel like I'm going to be a better GM this time, I promise. Wilson and Uguin, sit upright and look at me. I'm sorry, his character sheet's very distracting. Okay. It's lighting up. I don't know why his dog has two-weapon fighting. Like, <laughs> how is he going to hold two weapons? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't even know what a dog is. What do you mean? I'm very confused I'm sorry, about this whole he thing. Has Two marshmallows. He's two hand axes. I I think I saw. I, I think I saw a, a flail tail as well. Flail, yes. A tail flail. I chose whatever resonated with And a with battle axe. Okay? Uguin, you missed the opportunity. You could have been Nugget. What? <gasps> but, but Nugget's a compsagonthus. <laughs> I'm not a dog. You could have. You could have played. He could have just Nugget put on like a, a tail. You know I, I I might leave. All right. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you compare Nugget to? 
to that. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> righty. With every step, the snow crunches underfoot, and every so often a speck of red interjects itself into the white blanket. Screams echo across the frozen air. The children romp through the hibernal landscape, throwing, with much force, the red snowberries that dot around the village perimeter, and with that youthful virility, leave behind a bloody trail of imagined massacre, combat, and adventure. Four years have passed since the villagers of Nuspira mysteriously vanished, leaving behind their possessions and animals, and then suddenly reappeared a week later with no recollection of their disappearance. Over the last several years, even more strange events have cropped up, as if some greater force was at work. Many of the beasts that were once considered dumb began to speak and act as those of a higher awareness. An unknown illness, dubbed nightmare fever, began to spread where sleep became restless and the mind clouded by terrors. In the night, strange creatures prowled the forests, and rumors spread that if one ventured into the forest after dusk, they would soon meet their untimely fate. As we pan over the scene and observe the village teeming with activity, we see two familiar faces trotting along the streets. Yeah, yes, Wilson. Oh, um, I was just a little, um, because me and my master normally slept outside in the woods because we're druids. Yeah. Did we have to, like, actually get a house you, you had to live in the village after a little while oh, wow that's kind of concerning okay yeah could just sleep on the roof we could have <laughs> slept in the trees sure you slept Your in some trees i don't in the trees how did you get up there though um he, he floated he made like a pulley system he probably yeah. made a pulley system no, we have a tree like, house somewhere out there he he shape changed into like a bird oh flew. i could have wild shaped into a bird okay. uh wait no i can't fly it all right. Oh, yeah. uh, so uh, uh, jumping animal. Wilson, why don't you tell us a little bit about like what Copper looks like now and what he's been doing over the past four years? Oh, well, uh, Copper was really young before. So, I mean, I guess he's around about seven years old now. Um, so he, he's gotten a little bigger, uh, a little, little bit more age worn. He's starting to get some like little gray hairs on his little muzzle now. He's still cute as always. Uh, his big droopy ears are flopping about. Um, and he still has his one favorite stick. He's been with him for four years. It's pretty impressive. Hasn't Amazing. rotted yet. Amazing. I, I love it. I love it. Uh, how about you, uh, Claire Kent? What about Spark? What's he uh, What's he look like now? What has he been doing over the past four years? Oh, uh, Spark is just, uh, he was he was even younger. Uh, back then he was, what, one? So he's five <laughs> now. And he's in the prime of his physical condition. Uh, and mostly he <laughs> spends his time helping out the blacksmith. Did he adopt anyone else? No, just a blacksmith. It's just still the blacksmith. No did, did the blacksmith okay. develop a flame for a woman and adopt a child? 
that's how that works. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's how children come into existence. They're just adopted. Okay. <laughs> well, as you two are trotting along the streets, you're approached by several children. Both of you can make perception checks. You're looking at 20 total. And what do you have, Clerk Kent? 14. Okay. So, uh, Clerk Kent, you see these four, both of you actually see these four children who are looking upon you very eagerly. You see John, the local butcher's son, uh, with his scraggly red hair and freckles, holding what smells like scraps of jerky tightly in one fist. Julia, his sister, who has far more unkempt hair, stands at the ready with snowballs in each of her hands. But a strange scent kind of catches your attention. And (laughs) Wilson, (laughs) as Copper kind of sniffs around the air in hopes of recognizing that mysterious odor, which you really hope is more jerky, a black form catches your eye. And as you look closer, you realize that it's Jack the Stray Cat standing. Oh, okay. I was worried there. I thought there was like, like to be those dream nappers again or whatever we fought. <laughs> we could about like, like slaughter some innocent children in the first five seconds of this. Wait, I thought we didn't remember those. What? You don't remember <laughs> What do you those? mean we don't remember that? I'm. We don't remember anything from them. Oh yeah. no, we don't? Nope. Oh, this is going to make this a lot weirder. Okay. <laughs> so you see Jack the Stray Cat standing on top of the roof next to a nearby alley. The moment his eyes catch yours, he flicks his tail, turns, and begins to run along the alley's roof. But the children are persistent. Come on, guys. Come on. Let's go play. And one of them throws a snowball at you in hopes that you'll go after it. Kill him. (laughs) I bite the snowball. (laughs) Okay. Spark hungrily bites at the snowball. Also, I guess your mouth is drooling a little bit from that jerky. But you guys can roll an insight check. We do those here. Except I don't actually. I'm lying. Um, All right, Snow. Uh, Looks like it's going to be a... 12. My my insight is terrible. Uh, 13. Okay. It just seems like Jack is just kind of running along the alleys, doing his own thing, minding his own business. I walk up to the uh, red-haired scraggly boy. Okay. Um, I sit in front of him and I start howling. Oh, no, no, no. Copper, no. Bad boy. Shh, God, be quiet. And he waits. And he hands you a piece of jerky. I, I do the butt wag. <laughs> Okay, you do a butt wag. Okay, so you're you're wagging your tail. <laughs> he didn't say his tail, Snow. He said his butt. Well, oh yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Corgis don't have tails. They have like nothing. They have He's stubs. He's not playing a corgi. What? I'm not a corgi. Wait. He's not a corgi. Oh, I'm a Sheba. I'm so sorry. You're Sheba. Sheba. Yeah. Okay, so he's doing the Sheba wag. The yeah. Little Sheba right. dance. The Sheba right. dance. Julia laughs uh, heartily as you dance, and she offers you a piece of jerky, and she says, "More, more. Do another one. Do another trick." I do a flip. You do a flip. You do a flip. Okay, roll acrobatics, please. I roll a nine. (laughs) Okay. You try to do a flip and you kind of, you get about halfway jumping up and you kind of land on your back and kind of just roll over. (laughs) But you get a piece of jerky. Success. Nonetheless. But as you guys are continuing to play with the children for a little bit, the scent continues to grow stronger. Right. We get advantage on passive or on um, perception for smelling, right? Yes, you do. Okay, I I do perception smell. Oh, uh, I've got a twenty-one snow. I also have a twenty-one. Nice, nice. Okay, so as you guys continue to play, you catch the scent, and it reminds you of salt and and fish. Oh my gosh, is Stas back? Went to find his master on a boat four years ago. Never came back. <laughs> I thought I thought he turned into a human. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
but you guys are continuing to smell this and it grows stronger and stronger and you get this urge that to follow it because of the scent being so strong it actually starts to kind of overwhelm your senses i follow the scent well copper would follow the scent i follow copper as you follow the scent you realize that you're following down the same alley that jack was going down spark spark something smells fishy does this seem familiar to you (laughs) but you realize that the scent is still growing stronger and you begin to notice a humming sound that permeates the air and while it is a strange noise it feels as though it hangs on the edge of your memory familiar yet unknown as you reach the end of the alley you see a tall wall of blue swirling color and at the right side of its base a man leans up against the building observing the area after a moment he spots you and begins to approach i was wondering when you two were gonna show up he looks around counts with his fingers and i i bark inquisitively he kind of just sighs and he says i know you guys can speak go what? on who? use your words who? who are you how do you know how do you know this uh, what where when why that's right you don't have your memories back yet what, what do you mean what do you mean yet I, but what are you talking about he says where's the rest of you uh we are the rest of us yeah who are you talking about as you guys say that Jack jumps down on top of one of the boxes <laughs> that is leaning up against the building, and he hops down. You mean the other two? I heard through the grapevine that the large black one took off after his master, and the other puny one, well, <laughs> she offed her master. In essence, they're not here anymore. <laughs> he rolls onto his back, and it stretches. <laughs> what, are you, what, are you, what are you doing here? What do you want? <laughs> Oh, Jack, black cat, bad luck. <laughs> yes, you remember that Jack, the black cat, was always an omen of bad luck. Oh my gosh, it's Jack Black. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part is I didn't realize this until you just said that. Thank you. Oh God. You're welcome, Snow. Jack Black's a bad omen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Great. Great. So the man who's standing there kind of looks a little leery at the at the cat and then looks at you guys. So who are you? There really are a lot more of you now. If you need more, we could just, like, go find some elves. Yeah, well, how, uh, wait. Well, me and my master have been helping a number of awakened animals go to the elves because I heard it was safe there. That's not where we'll be going. Uh, besides, I, I have a few others that will be aiding us. Anyway... Aiding us Aiding with us what? With what? He kind of turns his head and he Where strokes his chin a little bit, which you notice has a little bit of scruff of hair there. And he just kind of mumbles under his breath. Dog hearing. Activate. Crit. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, six. Snow. Snow, it's a 20. Good Thanks. job, Wilson. Good Thanks, job. Oh. So yeah, I crit. I notice a... nothing. Yeah. You, you can do something, You don't really right? catch uh, Thanks, what man. he says under his breath, but Copper does. And you just hear him mumble. Huh. The old man was right. What what do you say? What? What do you say? Nothing. Uh, something about an old man. What old man? Is old man know. in the village? Uh, I know a lot of old guys. <laughs> My master's kind of old. So is mine. <laughs> hey, you. Are you talking to about our masters? No, I'm not talking about your masters. Are I'm... you talking about your master? It, kind of, but not really. Do you um, have a master? Are you a good boy? <laughs> roll for that. Roll to see if you're a good boy. That was a will save. He laughs and he says, uh, "Not exactly a good boy, but I, uh, I am a male." Anyway, I need you guys to come with me. And he gestures to the blue portal that is behind him. Uh, what about our masters? They'll be okay. 
They'll be fine. Are you going through the blue portal? Uh, He gestures to it and he kind of nudges and he says, I'll explain everything, but we need to go. Can you explain it now? I'll explain it once we go through the portal. There are too many ears. But where is the portal going? Yeah. Somewhere safe. But here's safe. But But here is not where we need to be. How do you know? What do you know? Why aren't you telling us? But I mean, like, why do you need us to go? Why couldn't it be like anyone else? (sighs) Yeah, why us? He reaches into his pack that is on his hip, and he pulls out his hand, and he throws... Ooh, jerky. (gasps) (laughs) ...something at your faces, so like a white mist or a dust. Both of you roll a will save. Ah, pocket sand. Wait, what is a will save? It would just be a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. 23, Snow. 23? Yeah. 11. 11? Okay. Spark, you immediately just kind of just drop to the ground, and you are now unconscious, sleeping... Uh, Copper, you feel very, very like woozy and tired, and you're finding it. Throw bad shrooms at me. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) And he walks over and he picks up Spark and he says, Do you want me to carry you, or am I going to have to, you know, just make sure you don't die as you go through? This is dog napping. He goes over and he starts to pick you up. <laughs> like floating. Yeah, you feel a little uh, woozy there. Okay. And he steps through the blue portal. All right. We did it. You made it past the first part. Good job, Wilson. Good oh, job, wait. Ken. Oh, we were spo- well, what if we were being kidnapped by like the evil people? You could be. You know, when you said dog napping, I, I legit I thought like actually, actually like a napping dog, not yeah. like as in kidnapping. <laughs> yeah. Well, now you are a dog napping. Now you- <laughs> yeah, because I, I was already dog napping. <laughs> oh, geez. The moment you guys step through the portal, you are greeted by a blast of warm air and the lush scent of spring. Fields of flowers and verdant grass surround the area, and at the center, you see a tall tower enclosed by shrubberies. Again, shrubberies. it feels familiar, and yet you cannot recall why. Yes, Wilson? Oh, oh I was just wondering, because you said it smells like spring. What, what season are we actually in? Well, you guys were in winter. Why is it spring? Well, you guys were in winter. Hey, they, they is were it the shrooms snowballs. or is it warm in here? Bones sets you down on the ground. And he continues to carry a uh, spark in his arms. He says, welcome back to Dream Island. According who? to Sandy, you should be getting your memory back soon. Uh, who? Who? What? Where? When? Why? So Bones begins walking towards the tower and he gestures towards you to come after him. He says, everything will be a lot clearer once we get closer. Probably. Do you have any food? He reaches into his pack and he starts dropping like small treats behind him as he walks. Ooh, ooh. Do you have any bones? He turns and looks really quizzically at you, thinking you might have remembered something. But then he realizes you're being very serious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I follow the snacks and start gobbling them up as I walk towards the tower. Both of you actually know. One of you make a perception check. One of you is going to make that um, constitution saving throw. Uh, seven. So if it's uh, sight-based. Spark will make a constitution saving throw. If it's sight-based, don't worry. <laughs> seven for sight-based perception. All right. Copper. As you're looking around, you see all the flowers and everything kind of all around you. You kind of prance through them off the path and just kind of roll around a little bit. Uh, And Spark, did you make that constitution saving throw? I mean, Clerk Kent. I rolled a 13. Okay. You kind of start to wake up a little bit. You're a little drowsy. Oh, what was that? That was a very weird pocket sand. Uh, It was uh, sleep powder. 
Never been hit with pocket linen sleep like powder. that before. It, it's not pocket linen. It's it's sleep powder. Sandy gave it to me. Who's Sandy? Sounds like you should moisturize. It sounds it sounds <laughs> somewhat familiar. Spark can now you can now roll a perception check. Uh, smell or perception, just regular perception. Seventeen. Looking around. Okay. Spark, as you wake up from your sleepiness and you're starting to get your balance, the man puts you down. Uh, you notice that he has like that scruffy dark hair, uh, recently trimmed. Now you are walking along the path and seeing all the flowers. You realize that there are lots of small creatures uh, frolicking around you, playing and grazing. And as you approach the tower, you realize that the shrubberies conceal a small garden that has a small sitting area and a fountain. And for a brief moment... Ooh, water. As you get closer, you catch the scent of decay. And amongst the flowers, as you sniff through, you note that some have withered. The man approaches the front door to the tower... And there's like this really weird looking box thing that kind of looks familiar to you. Hmm. He sits there for a few minutes, entering a code, uh, curses a few times until he finally gets it. And the door opens. As this door opens, the memories all come flooding back to you guys. Whoa, you suck at tic-tac-toe. Shut up. Probably because you don't have any bones. It's nice to see you too. Uh, What was your name again? Copper? What was your name again? Not Bones? It, 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 my name is Bones. Oh, it is? Yes, oh. my name is Bones. Bones. Ironic, because you don't have any. I... <laughs> God. <laughs> it <Wait>. comes back. <laughs> is this guy boneless? Yeah. No. Huh. Yeah, he doesn't give the yeah. bones. He, he, he I asked him once if he had any bones, he and said he said no. no. Yeah. Very interesting. Okay. Stop it, Wilson. <laughs> it's not that funny. It's pretty funny now. Okay, it's kind of funny. Okay. So Bones looks at you guys, and he, um, as you guys are going through... And, you know, you pass through the really awkward doors The you go into the one door and you come out into a field. You go back through that door. You end up in the bathroom. You go back through that door. You end up back in the field. And he turns around, looks very frustrated, goes back through the door. And multiple times you're having to go back through the doors until you finally get to where you're supposed to be. Where's Sir Napsalot? Uh, you mean the Sandman? Sandy? Yeah, Sir Napsalot. We're almost there, I think. This could take a while. So you guys are having to go back and forth through these doors. And Bones like explains to you <laughs> that throughout the four years that he's been here on the island, because, you know, you guys kind of were sent away while he was stuck here and there was no boat to get back. So he ended up working for the Sandman in order to like <laughs> so he could go places. So he's been working for the guy for four years. This poor guy. <laughs> doing his bidding and. Uh, fetching things and doing research and all this stuff. But as you so guys... So you found his calling. He didn't really find his calling. <laughs> uh, um, you guys can roll um, if you want to ask Bones questions while you go, you can. But he just explained... He gives you like a general gloss over. Oh, oh, wait. Where's Crystal? Where's where's Stars? Yeah, where, where's the others? Uh, I don't know. I wasn't able to find them. That's why I asked so wait, you guys. Is, is, but, it, uh, is it just us two? No, there's two others. Where are they? We're almost there. What, you know, maybe are, about 30 more they? doors and we might get there. Well, can, and he kind of curses and uh, kicks the door. You've worked here for four years and you don't know what door it is? He hasn't fixed the door system yet. Couldn't we just, like, climb the tower? It's just random. <laughs> it's great. All the rooms are randomly generated. Like, so every time he walks through, it's like he could end up back in, like, water or something else. He opens up to the black door and out to, like, a few tentacles. And he slams it closed really quick. He's like, God dang, I hate that door. You walk through the door one last time and you end up in the final room that you guys were at on the last season when you met Sandman. 
Mr. Napsalot. <laughs> Do I see him? Once again, you see that Bones stops and relaxes his posture. I brought them like you asked, Sandy. Um, so the door is kind of against a wall. And as you step through, you do see that the wall is not attached to any other wall. It's just sitting in the middle of the floor. And over by the fireplace, you see an old man sitting, petting two very unfamiliar dogs. All right, Uguin. Oh, oh well, what's going on? It's time to introduce your dog. Okay. Um. So uh, my, my dog's an Alaskan Malamute. Um, I, I'm playing Argus. Uh, He's a fighter, a level five fighter. <laughs> what does that look okay. like? Tell us a little bit about your <laughs> oh, dog's right. awakening, how he became okay, an awakened so doggy. He um he fought You could read your character backstory. Oh, you oh. could read it. Oh the whole thing. I, I th- it looks really long. I forgot so. that I wrote this. Not that bad. I don't, I don't write often, so Okay, uh, Argus was born in a cold place where he was originally trained as a sled dog. I don't really know what that means, but <laughs> However, this reality was short-lived when his people were attacked. A cruel necromancer plagued his village for years, sending attacks week after week. Argus helped fend off the enemies as best he could, but the undead army always reappeared. One day when hope was dwindling, Argus' mind focused. I'm sorry. uh, My handwriting's really bad. Um, (laughs) He knew what he had to do. He went off in search of the source of this evil. After a long journey, he found a frail old man in a cave. I don't know why he had been there for so long. Um, chanting malevolently. The evil and powerful aura made Argus shudder, but he proceeded nonetheless, knowing that this was his people's only hope. After a short, gruesome battle, Argus had prevailed, but only just. Tibia in mouth, he set off on his way, knowing that others were in need of his help. There's a small tear trickling down Snow's cheek. So wait, quick question. Beautiful. Um, did, yeah. Were you awakened because you defeated the necromancer? I, or you, he, you, he was awakened because um, he had to do something okay, to save okay. his people. And, and secondly, did you gnaw off the leg of the necromancer? Oh, or, was it, or was his name, or was the necromancer's name Tibia? tibia. And you <laughs> dragged his whole body. I, I don't know his name. I, I thought he introduced himself. I mean, it, during the brief and gruesome combat, he could have said, my name is Tibia, and like casted a spell or something. I don't know. <laughs> no, he, he took his Tibia. Okay, so you which literally... Which he still has a piece of to this Oh, that, that's, that's yeah. impressive. Snow wipes away the tears. Shush Wilson, it was beautiful. Such a selfless dog. Argus is very strong, very independent. Yeah. How old is he? Um, uh, uh, he's six years old. <gasps> oh, Wilson, he's a good boy. He's yeah, a good boy. I, Wilson. I, I rolled for that. Actually. <laughs> he's okay. He is good. He, yeah. he, he is okay. Okay. He, he is a good boy. Okay. He's decent. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Tell us, hold on. Tell us a little bit about yours, your <laughs> angel. <laughs> No, you're getting a little overdramatic with these dogs here. Um, I love dogs. <laughs> my my doggy is a shipwrecky. A what? <laughs> what is that? Did you just word vomit? <laughs> it's like a. Is that like... looks like a mix between like a looks like a tiny wolf pomeranian. They're black, like really really black, and they're really cute. <laughs> um, what, what does that look tiny like? Tiny and fluffy. See, I was just imagining a Sheila wearing a burka. A what? what? A Sheila, a lady in Australia, wearing a burka, a shaburka. They're, they're tiny a sh- and um, 
They have like wolf faces and uh, like really fuzzy, poofy fur. Are they called shaburkas because they bark a lot? It's a shaperky. Oh. oh. <laughs> See, Wilson, you got the name wrong. Okay, I was <laughs> totally up. Sorry. She's a level five rogue. Uh, her name is Throdo Barkins. Throdo. Throdo. Throdo Barkins. That doesn't sound yeah. very feminine. You know what? <laughs> My master was a warrior. Okay, shut up. It doesn't have to be feminine. And yet he's... you're a rogue. Yeah, okay, it's kinda, complicated. There's a lot of problems there. All right, then uh, why don't I you will tell you? Yeah. Read us that backstory. I, In my backstory. Throdo slept peacefully by the fire, having been lulled to sleep by her master's soft snores. She was uh, unaware of the approaching evil. I love it. Throdo woke to a bone-deep dread darkness blanketed the cottage, and the sharp scent of blood filled the air. Leaping into motion, she ran for her master's room. As she drew closer, the stench of blood and death nearly suffocated her. Whimpering, she forced herself to inch into the room. Seeing her master's lifeless body, she loosed a harrowing hell. Sorry, she... <laughs> she loosed a harrowing hell. She, she let loose a harrowing howl. Good alliteration. Sorry. Good alliteration. I like it. I like it. She's struggling because she normally speaks elvish. It's not this elvish. Not this, elvish. This ain't that. Yeah. For days she lay by his side, unable to leave him, until one morning she woke with a new purpose. Because she was awakened. Ooh. I like it. I like it. I hear you. She would hunt the, the one responsible for her master's death and kill him. Rawr. So we got a revenge story here. Kind of sounds like Crystal's story. Exactly. What was Crystal's story? Oh, Crystal's story is that she's a tortured demon experiment, um, and then she made it packed with a demon after her master subjected her to multiple experiments and tortures, so this then she made a pact like with what, a demon what, in order what? to kill her master. Uh, well, it's just another revenge story kind of thing. That's all I was thinking. Uh, Anyways, yeah. You know, is Crystal going to be mad that I let her kill her master and she didn't get to do it herself? Uh, she'll probably ask to explicitly say it out loud and group. She probably wrote out in a whole, a whole cinematic trailer for us. <laughs> Uh, okay. Good job, guys. You, you did it. You described your doggies. You gave us a backstory. And now... Well, my nose and eyes smelled a lot about them, like all their past. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty impressive, I Wilson. can sniff the future. <laughs> rough. I wear my past as rough, a scent. Rough, A rough bark. life. It was a very rough the life. Bark. <laughs> How many dog puns can we get into one episode? At least two. At only two? At least after looking at the two dogs and, you know, somehow magically understanding their entire backstory somehow, which the dogs can't explain. Might have been the sleep powder. their butts. Oh, you guys are going to sniff each other's butts? No. I'll, I'll, I'll are, walk up I, and sniff I'm butt. not sniffing anyone's butt. My, my past is in my scent. I nudge the old guy to make oh, him pet uh, me co more. Copper would walk up and sniff both of their butts. Very friendly. I kick him in the face. You can't reach it. You kick Tripping. him in the face? More like a twitch. Like a twitch of my foot. That's okay. fine. Like I'll a take foot it. twitch. Like on purpose? Or just like it happens? Just reaction to okay. someone being so uh, close. Uh, uh, roll to hit. Oh, I neck yeah. crit. Yeah, it's not happening. Uh, so what happens is, is he goes to sniff your butt. You get a little bit of a leg twitch. And you actually twitch so hard your body flops onto the ground. <laughs> very hard. It makes a very loud thud. What is wrong with you? Oh, sorry. Um. Argus voice. <clears throat> what is wrong with you? Everything Amazing. is wrong with me after the death of my <laughs> master. Uh. Oh no, it's another edgy one. <laughs> They're both edgy. <laughs> oh no. Oh. But anyway, yes, as you guys are looking these two up and down, sniffing their butts, you also notice that the man you remember from four years prior does not appear well. He is peaked and frail 
and you see that as he moves to stand from his chair, he struggles momentarily. Okay, all right, okay. Wait. I gotta get my old man voice out Wait, again. Do I know why I'm here? Get the yes, you two here? are more... Actually, no, not at this point. He has not explained it. He's just been sitting there petting you guys and giving you here? treats. Uh, you were brought by Bones, <gasps> whether by force or by choice. Okay. Uh, I, I would have probably gone along if he told me it was... It was urgent. Okay. All okay. right, yeah. He told you it was urgent, I and would, he told you I that... I would have been forced or bribed. He can be bribed. Oh, he's been giving you... Like, the old man's been giving you treats, and he's actually been sitting there reading you guys a bedtime story. Oh, my God. By the fireplace. <laughs> yes, in front of the uh, bear cloak. Or I didn't no. get a bedtime story. I got a, a pocket sand in the face. I, I did the special. same thing to her. I threw sand in her face, and then she got brought here. Do you want him to read you a bedtime story? Please, please, Bones. Is that his voice? I don't remember. Kind of. Like, I can't remember. Yeah. No. No, no, no. It, no. <laughs> it was something all like this, right? Wait, yeah, I Wilson think that. No. I think, I think so. Right. Uh, um, yes, Wilson. I'm trying to think. This is closer to it. Are you sure? I, yes. I've already forgotten how Further Argus proof sounds. multiple personality He was problem. somewhat confident. All right. Confident Wilson version 2.0. All right. Oh, I don't want to see him play an RPG. It'd be scary. Wilson? Yeah. Oh, Welcome back, friends. And he reaches out a hand and he goes to pet you guys. Do you let him? Oh, hey, yes. nap man. Hey, hey, hey. You say nut man? Nap, nap man. Nap, nap. man. Nap. <laughs> oh, oh, you're a funny one. The sleepy man. So are the uh, dream eating dark spirits here to like ruin the world? Uh, they've been ruining the world. Yeah, so are for, we, is it like time to stop? Years. Yeah, so should we, shouldn't we have done something sooner? Yeah, I thought I thought that's what we, I thought we, we did something about that. You did a little bit. Yeah, we did a little bit. I told you I would have to call on you again for the coming darkness, and the darkness is definitely on its way. So like, why are we here? What, what can we do now? As I said before, and he coughs really hard. <coughs> <coughs> It's a very effeminate <laughs> cough. You should get that looked at. <laughs> Did you say effeminate? Yeah. Thanks, Wilson. I am female. I'm trying. <laughs> She's doing a great job. She yeah. is. She really does sound like an old man. I've, I've, as I've said before, <clears throat> I'm running out of time. My power wanes and theirs grows. I had you brought here for what I hope would be the last time. You are capable and he points to uh, Wilson and Argus. Oh, so just us two? No, I mean, Copper and Argus. He points to you two, and then he says, and discreet. And he points to Spark and Throto Barkins. Do you hear that big guy? We're capable. We are capable. Very capable. Yeah. I wrote this really well because apparently you are two capable characters and two discreet characters. Crystal, not so much. <laughs> Crystal, not so much. Uh, I'm actually glad she's not here. I need you guys. Look, look, look. Oh, and, and sit. girl. Sit. Oh, and, sit. Bo- and girl, sit. Oh, he, he um, sits. Sitting. Sitting. Yeah, he sits. Call me a good dog. You're a good girl. Yay. I've been sitting this whole time. Bark. What a good boy you bark, are. Bark. And he gives you uh, chest scratches, which is very, mm. very good for big Love doggies. Mm-hmm. And he says, I need you to find my apprentice by the next full moon. Shouldn't Bones just do that? Yeah. Bones is doing a few other things for me. No, no, I mean, shouldn't Bones just be your apprentice? It's a terrible idea. Bones (laughs) Bones just kind of shakes his head. He says, absolutely not. I, not my thing. Wait, the werewolf? What? (laughs) Said by the next full moon. Oh, you're right. No, it's probably some kind of weird moon magic. I mean, first off, 
it, it's kind of symbolism because I am the Sandman. And second off, because um, I'm sick and I'm dying. What don't you understand you about this? So, the um, do, do you know you, where you your apprentice is? Yeah, where is he? We'll go get him. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not a retriever. Oh gosh, but I no, could I didn't be. think you'd write the best kind of quest. Is this an escort <laughs> quest? An escort quest? Oh, <laughs> I do like my escorts. <laughs> Wait, dang it, Santa's oh, getting I into love me. people. <laughs> oh, God, this is turned into Master Roshi. <laughs> I could be Master Roshi with this. <laughs> okay, so so where's the person? I would say, hold, hold on, let me finish what? my first thought. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it cannot be just anyone. And he kind of gestures to Bones. They need to have a semblance of magic in their blood. They have to be brave of heart and earnest, which mainly for the fact, Bones, you are not. I, I don't take any offense to that. It's true. But they have to be brave and earnest in all of their ways. It has to be a humanoid. I'm uh, sorry. No. Your lifespan, like I said last time to the uh, wee skippy one, your lifespans are too short. So should we look for an elf then? They live longer. I do. I, there are two main requirements. They must be brave of heart and earnest in all of their ways. Ooh, ooh. Preferably good. Spark, How on spark, earth are we spark. supposed to find that? And have a, a little bit of magic. And they <gasps> do spark, need to have spark, some spark, magical spark, capability. Spark, spark. I'm really bad at this voice thing. Oh. oh. Spark. Ruff. Ruff, ruff. Ooh, that's good. No, no, I'm, I'm actually trying to talk ruff. to Spark. Ruff, ruff. I like it. <laughs> ruff, ruff. No, no, I'm, I'm asking you a question. Do you remember that druid we met last time? Yeah. That that elf druid, he he did some magic and he was really nice. Yeah, I liked him. How will we know when we find someone who's earnest in their ways and brave? You'll know. He gestures to Copper, wise. Very wise. And cunning. And he gestures back to you, Frodo. Baggins. Ba- ba- Barkins. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is hard. It's a really hard fun to work with. Throw. Throw the baggins. No, throw the barkins. Throw the barkins. How do you throw a barkin? You, you can't throw it. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. It has to be a baggin. You can throw okay. sound. But he begins to cough harshly. He covers his mouth and it takes him a few moments to catch his the breath. Technicality. All of you roll perception checks. Um can I smell it? You may make a smell check. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Uh so 18. Wait, we, we I got an 18 twice smell. On Smell checks? Yeah. One smell check. Yes, you had advantages, doggies. Okay. Okay. Oh. 11. 22 for my smell check. Bleed together. Okay. Yeah, 11. It's, it's really hard to yeah. get the What was the your roll, uh, Uguin? Um, 15. Okay. Spark, you're the only one that notices this. You notice that as he slips his hand back down into his lap and he kind of sits back down, there's a small speck of blood visible on the hand. Are you bleeding? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Are and you coughing? You're yes. going to die like they all And do. wheezing, you've evolved to a new state. <laughs> I, I I really it, like the taste of blood. Can I lick that? Uh, <laughs> what the heck is that? <laughs> okay, wait. So, new person. Uh, Guys, every, uh, Copper looks to all, all the other dogs. Should we go to, like, the elven embassy? There are a lot Why of nice people there. Why do you want there. to go to the elves so badly? Because they're nice people. They're good and kind-hearted and have respect for nature and all the awakened doggos. I, I, I like magic. the elves, too. Yeah, yeah, elves are good. Also, he elves. said Also, he said that they live really... They, you want to live long? So elves live longer than humans. So he'll be able to be sleepy Newman in that man. Fine. We'll Bones comes elves. over and he helps lift him up out of a chair and he kind of leads him to his room. He's like, Sandy, you need to rest. 
So he kind of walks him back into the room, which you can see the room very clearly. Nice room. Sandy kind of like has him stop and he, Sandy, we're calling him Sandy now for nickname. He has him stop and he turns and he says, Bones will help you get situated and figure out what you need for your journey. He has done some reconnaissance and he has an idea of where you need to go. <gasps> Spark. I will let him take over from here for now. If you need anything, talk to him. So he takes him back and he goes into the room. But well, we know we won't get any bones. Oh, no bones. Bones does come back and he... Boneless. So he comes back and he says, All right, I see uh, one of you is... He looks Argus up and down a little overgeared. Okay. <laughs> I, li- I like to carry things. Okay. Don't judge me. That, that's good. No judgment here. All right, let's see. And he takes you guys and he gestures to the door. Again, unless there's anything else you guys wanted to do in the room. I'm going through. I want uh, I, I want it. Is so this going to be another three-hour door sequence? Oh, uh, yeah. Are we going to get lost through many doors again? It's possible, but uh, at least we have some time. Uh, he opens the door. <laughs> no. And it actually leads into the library. Is this where we meant to be? No, it's only filled with he children's a, bedtime stories. He does a fist bump up and down like, yes, I got it on the first try. <laughs> it's the way you jiggle the door handle, apparently. Figuring it out still. He should still fix it, though. You've been here for four years and you haven't figured it out? He won't tell me the combination. Mm, I see why he didn't pick you. He thinks it's funny. <laughs> Door handles are really hard. <laughs> yeah, seeing that you guys don't have thumbs, I... I can have thumbs if I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. That's a good point. I just bark hmm. at it till it opens. Wait, how? The change into animals. <laughs> ah, Okay. So I, a dog can't have thumbs, but monkeys do. So Bones walks through the door and he gestures for you all to come through. Copper, through. Copper would follow, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, I, walk in. I come, I follow. Okay. I've been taking a little bit of time and I've been trying to figure out what he means by, and he puts air quotes around this, the darkness. I don't really know too much. Didn't really tell me much. I don't know. Doesn't really explain it too well. Wasn't he talking about the nightmare eaters? Part of it, but that's not everything. There's something else. And he's been having me go out all over the countryside, finding different things. But I've been doing my own research on it just so I could have a few more answers. As you go in, you can all make perception checks. All right. 10. 21. Okay. Um, uh, 11. Yeah. Six. Okay. Throto is very short dog. <gasps> very short. True. Smaller than... uh. Uh, no, probably about the same size as Crystal, so maybe about two feet tall. Yeah. No, one foot. Less I'm, than that. I'm 12 inches. 11 inches. So okay, so less, less than a foot. foot. Okay. Yeah. So you are a very small dog. You can't really see what's on the tables, but you guys, as you walk in, uh, Argus, Copper, and Spark, you see all these books kind of strewn about. Their library is a mess. You do see some of like the uh, children's bedtime stories there, but you also see that there are other books that are a bit more... That's new detailed and a bit more mature and as you're looking around uh who rolled a who rolled a 21 copper copper okay yeah well technically i did four copper okay wilson i got you okay dog can't roll dice yeah they could they just pick it up in their mouth and drop it Mm -hmm. oh that's oh oh yeah Yeah, that's creative i like that yeah all right so you hop up on a chair because it gives you the best perception Mm. and you see that on the table there are these books that mention kind of like the word darkness. I'm going to assume dogs can kind of read. If you can speak common, you can kind of read common. 
That's the only thing that makes sense to me. Sure. Okay. <laughs> but you do see like there are these books on the table. Some of them are the children's stories. Some of them mention like nightmares and horror tales. Um, a lot of the word darkness is involved. You also notice that there is a book on the table. Um, several pages are marked. And as you're looking at it, you see that it's marked as artifacts. And that's one of the books. Another book is another book on artifacts. Like It's like volume one, volume two. And one of the books is open to a page where you see a long tube that has several holes in it. And then there's a wider piece at the end with another hole. Is it a flute? <laughs> it would be a musical making instrument. Hey, hey, Bones, what's this? And and Copper would paw the page. Uh, Bones walks over and he kind of like closes the book. My paw's in the book. He pushes your paw away. Actually, no, he just closes the book on your paw. He's like, uh, don't worry about it. And he kind of pushes it to the side. My paw's on the book. <laughs> so he pushes the book away with my paw. He opens it and shakes your paw and pushes it to the side. Though? What's that? Just a little bit of uh, research. That's all. So what kind of research? So I see a lot of artifacts. What are those? I mean, they're just exactly what it says. Artifacts. What are they? Uh, ancient items and... What do they do? Do you have any? He kind of puts it up on the shelf and he's just like, okay, listen. Can I uh, roll to remember what volume and page that was on? Sure. Would that be wisdom or perception? It'd be a, uh, wisdom. Mm, my, the wisdom maybe, saving throw? Maybe or? intelligence. Yeah, I, feel I like think it would be intelligence. Okay, 16 for my intelligence saving throw. Sure, we'll do it that way. That's high enough. Um, you saw that it was volume five. You didn't necessarily catch the page, but you notice that there are tab, like tabations in there that are marking it. So Bones continues on. He says, the only thing that I found so far was something about three witches who made a deal with this guy known as the Fallen. In exchange for their powers and immortality, they had to each give him something. And long story short, a long, lot of people died. And apparently Sandy and these two other guys managed to seal them away. Uh, Sandy would not tell me anything, even when I asked. But apparently the other two are gone now, according to these books. No clue why, though. And apparently the seal on the witches has maybe been weakening because of that. Uh, Sandy believes that at least one of them has escaped. Which Some, witch? He doesn't know. Hmm. I have an idea of which one it could be, but I am i don't have the information yet. I've been going on reconnaissance missions to kind of find out. Well, that doesn't matter, does it? I mean, it can. But we look, we're not looking for her. No. We're looking for Your job is to apprentice. find his apprentice. So where's he at? I wouldn't say... I, or she. He or she. That is a good question. It. That, that it, It's a humanoid. Right. And it could be in it. Anyway, so uh, I think I'm going to be sending you guys to Karn. <gasps> Spark, we get to go to meet. Meet, We're going meet, to Karn. meet, 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 meet. Oh, it's a, it's a shame that uh, Crystal could be here. Oh my gosh, Crystal doesn't get to go to meet. Oh my gosh, yes, Clerk Kent, we wanted to go to meet for so long. I'm excited. Let's go, to, go meet. to meet. He says, uh, meet. I don't, I don't understand the... Hey, look, look, look at the map. Do you have a map? Yeah. Okay, pull up the map. Okay. Okay. Uh, what is the town name is meat. Look, sitting down. It says now. meat. Look, wait, wait, wait. Look, there's the map. And it says meat. Right. Can, 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 can you... There. It says meat. It, it says carn. Nay. Carne. That's meat. We'll sit. Meat. The man doesn't understand oh. French. Well, it, first off, is there chili it's Spanish. There? Whatever. Snow. Gosh. <laughs> carne. Literally, the town is called Meat, guys. I just want you to know. No, I'm hungry. Exactly. That's why we want to go to Meat, because they probably have a lot of meat I'm there. I'm sorry. Think Does so? your dog <gasps> speak French? No. Spanish? Spanish. Speak Spanish. Oh. 
Same language. <laughs> Basically. No, it's just they're they, both romance. They, they just they really sound, want to go they to They sound meet. the same to me. Yeah, me, me, me and me and Clerk Ken have been wanting to go to meet since we knew it was called meet. If you guys, <laughs> does anybody, you can, if you would like, you could make a religion check or a history check um, on what he was telling you guys about. Yeah, no, that's not going to I happen. make. You can do religion or history. You can do both, really. Yeah, they're both intelligence-based, though. And both of mine suck. Yeah. So, yep, there, I roll a three. Six. Crit fail. <laughs> uh, Twelve. Ten. Ten. I don't know anything about what he said. Uh, Clerk Kent, you can also roll a history check if you would like. Uh, what was your roll, Wilson? I rolled a three. I got a six. Uh, my well, history is 17. Ooh, I like that for history. Wait, how's your history is 17? He rolled. <laughs> he rolled for it. That's impressive. Did you roll for yeah, it? Yeah, I, I got an 11. Okay. On religion uh, or history? History. history. And um, RA, did you roll for it? It could be either, really. What'd you get? 10. Okay. So, Spark, you recall that there's some stories that you've heard told in the village to the young children that are used to scare them into listening to their parents, where it talks about a witch who lived in the woods who would steal the dreams of naughty children and eat their souls. And then you also oh, remember... the last part's important. And then you remember <laughs> another story uh, that was told by a traveling merchant that typically directed toward the uh, lustful and unfaithful men where there would be a beautiful woman who lived by the sea and her voice and song would draw the moonlighting men to the shore where she would beguile them and then lead them back to her lair where she would devour them. No, I just want you to Holy know. Holy no, no, Can't say it. That's not Wilson wouldn't say that, but I'm just letting you know. Out of game? I heard moonlighting. You yeah. said the moonlighting <laughs> men, and I just imagined mooning. So much <laughs> men mooning the ocean. Moonlighting means they're going out and during Drink. nighttime. I thought they were awesome. drinking. That's also about anyway. Moonlighting just refers to going out on the town at night. Okay. Anyway. So you think the, bo- the, the person's in carne? I think uh, your most likely candidate's going to be in carne. I mean, there's nobody in New Spear that really uses magic besides uh, your uh, master. What, what about Brienne? Brienne? Yeah. Bunch of stuck-up elves. Yeah, but but some of them are nice. I mean, I know one that uses magic. We're not going there. Stop. Fine. Is there an elvish embassy in... Uh, oh my meet? god, what is your obsession with the elves? They're very nice people. They've been protecting awakened animals this whole time. Are uh, you scared? I, I really like the elves. The elves are nice. Yeah. Uh, I mean, no, not that I know of. Not in... Carne, carn. Oh. Dang it, you got me saying carne. Yeah. Not in carn. Not in meat. Carn is a mining town. I prefer oh. the pronunciation of carne. So they must like meat there. Do they have a lot of meat? No. A lot of red meat? Nespira has more meat. Can we go back there? Uh, no. no. <laughs> I'm hungry. But my master's there. My master's me? very nice. Your name is Bones, but you don't taste like bones. Why are you and biting? He's kind of lick his hand. He has no bones. Oh, I was about to say, why are you biting my ankle? <laughs> no. Uh, oh, I can't reach your hand. I'm licking your ankle. Uh, Barkins, it's because he has no bones. Pet me, human. Uh, oh my God, it's another crystal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone could be on that level. Sorry. She's already there. All right. So, Bones basically says that he, he does say, however, that the presence of those creatures from last time was definitely a sign that something has changed, that something is getting out or has broken loose, and that he has been researching the history of these six figures and attempting to find the location of each of the witch's seals, which is not mentioned in any of the texts, and that Sandy doesn't really, won't really tell him where they are. 
He does believe, and one of the reasons he says, I'm not going to send you to Brienne because I believe that one of the seals is located somewhere in Brienne. Okay. That's why you're not sending us there? I don't want to put don't you guys in danger right now, unless... Like, right really- now? Right now. We'll do it later. I really like Anyways, danger. So we just need to find a nice, decent magic person in meat. That That's basically what he's asking for, yes. Okay. How are we going to find somebody in meat? Uh, um, we eat the meat, and I'm, if I'm we eat a person, we leg, spit it back up. Because I want his attention. <laughs> Wouldn't that, that hurt them? Uh, yes. Not if they're magic. Oh. What is it, Throdo? How do okay, we get there? Okay, good point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you going to walk through a door? Uh, I'm going to send you through a portal. Uh, you guys, if you want, I can put you right in uh, the middle of the village, or I can put we, you like outside. Not probably, in the middle, probably outside. But... Probably not yeah. in the middle. That'd okay. be suspicious. All right. Sounds good to me. Bark, I'm bark. Wise. I'm a normal dog. Bark. And he says, uh, well, I guess I should get you guys <laughs> outfitted. And he starts uh, to go back through uh, one of the doors, and he stops. He's like, oh, please let this work. And he fiddles with the handle. Does he do it? Does this use magic device, Hannah? No. All right. Okay. It takes two tries and he finally gets you guys through um, into a small room that you guys haven't been in before, but oh. it looks kind of like like an experimenting room. Not quite like an alchemy lab, but more along the lines of just an encha- like an enchanting table, a small forge. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. So he walks through and he says, all right. Uh, so I've got a few things here that he wanted me to give you. Uh, let's see. And he lays out, uh, as he goes into like this chest, he starts to lay out pieces from this chest. Uh, you do see that there are three days of rations for each of you. Nice. He puts down a wand that's like, um, smells like oak. Uh, there's, he puts down a candle, he puts down a die, and he puts out six different collars. Uh, are they different colors? They are of different colors. Is and anything he said, glowing? He also puts out um, I know you don't have a weapon. So he puts down a dagger. He also puts down a round disc. And he then puts down, I would say handcuffs, but you guys can't use them. Dang it. That was going to be funny. Paw okay. Cuffs. Paw cuffs. <laughs> puts down some paw cuffs. Uh, no, not no. Um, he puts down a an anklet or like a little, an anklet or um, a bracelet. And he says, uh, so uh, take your pick. What do they do? I rush to the disc, immediately grab it. It's fine. So you pick up a throwing disc. When you pick it up, it lights up in your mouth and it flashes like three different colors. <laughs> blue, red, and green. And you like toss it up in the air, I guess, maybe once or twice. And it comes right back to you. Flies. You have a throwing disc. It does a D4 damage. Um, and you, it's a finesse weapon nice. for throwing. Ooh, can it hit twice? Like, it and it twice. also it, you said D six. Mm-hmm. You can also D4. use it as a shield. Oh, D four. Yeah. Oh, I you can, can use it as a shield. Mm-hmm. But you pick it up to throw it with your mouth, so you have to like fling your body around to do it. What do the what do the colors do? Uh, he it's points to um the fir- like a first group of four, which is like several different colors, but he points to four of them, and he says, "Well, these ones are." Uh, Interesting because Sandy thought that you guys might want to go incognito since uh, awakened dogs and animals in general aren't really uh, well liked yet by the normal humans. Uh, But what they do is when you put them on, you can activate this at will. You can look like a human. I mean, you're still a dog, but you'll look like a human. Uh, The only thing that really might break it would be if somebody touches you and basically... uh, you would be rolling a const- uh, concentration check to maintain the illusion. But 
you feel human, you smell human, and you look human if somebody touches you. But in uh, situations of high duress, you're going to probably roll a disadvantage, etc. So anytime you touch something or somebody that you weren't really focused on, you'd have to roll a concentration check to maintain it. But you can turn it on at will. Um, so, I mean, it would allow you to walk around freely in the city. You just have to act like humans. So no sniffing other people's butts. That will be hard. Oh, he also puts down a key and a piece of chalk, too. But then he looks at the other collars and he pulls the other two out. And he says, uh, we didn't have enough of these, but these two, you can only wear one collar at a time. Um, and once you put this on, you're going to have to have somebody else take it off. But these two would allow you to use um, mage hand at will around your body about five feet. So it'd almost be like having hands, but you wouldn't be able to stay invisible. Oh, and also he puts up the other other colony says this would uh, act a little bit like armor, like it shields you. Oh, I want that one. I've already got armor. I want that one. Okay. So Throto Barkins, you get a, a red collar. I'll, I'll take a, one of those two. Okay. And you get a green collar. Oh, it's going to give you... I do. Yes, you get green. Yes. It also gives you a plus one uh, to your wisdom saves. Nice. Uh, it acts as light leather armor, and you have the illusion of being a human. Oh, wait, what did the die do? The die is a charlatan's die. It, uh, When you roll it, it rolls whatever number you want. Mm. Uh, the portal, I mean, the chalk is a portal key. Basically, it's a portal. You draw a door, and it turns into a portal. It only has one time use. Mm. What about the wand? The wand is an imbued focused wand. Uh, it, it gives you plus one to lightning and thunder damage. Uh, Can anyone use that? Is there I, anything else? I don't remember what else there was. There is a candle. What's that do? A candle of the deep. It stays lit even underwater. Uh, mm-hmm. Anything else? What else was there? A mystery key. We, we don't it know has what a that question does. mark on it. Oh, the key Ultimate is a question treasure. mark. I'll take the key. <laughs> no. The key will unlock any one chest door box. Awesome. Nice. Okay. Mm. Which collar are you going to take? Um, the the human disguise one. Okay. They're all human disguise nope. ones. No. 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 Only the ones that only they're... the one that gives you the human disguise gives you the armor Wait, and um... the wisdom save edition. And the other one is one that gives you the ability to use mage hand at will, but it, basically you only have mage hand around five feet of your body. So basically like a human. Um, so, but you can only wear one collar at a time. I Okay, so I can't wear the collar I already have on? Correct. Correct. My master gave that to me. It's special. <laughs> There's a little carved wooden soldier on it. I, I can't not wear that. Claire Kent, which collar would you like? I, uh... Oh, I'll go with the disguise one. Okay, so all four of you wearing disguise collars. Um, Argus, yours is white. Spark, yours is yellow. Do you want blue instead? Yeah, I feel like that contrasts better. Okay. Uh, all right. It might be black instead of red. So I'm a rogue. Can they be any sure. color we want at yes. will? <laughs> Thank you. Sure, I'll let them be whatever color you want at will, but you can only pick the color one. Actually, no, you can only pick the color the first time. Okay, mm. it's green. It's a nice deep forest green. I'll, I'll I'll stick with blue. Mine's the same color as my fur. Blends really well. Um, so no, I'm trying to think. Yes. So, so we lost the key. The Wisby's gone. Well, he's you, got the you, key. You have the key and you have the Wisby, which mm. means I can't pick either of those. So that leaves the candle and the die. 
and the wand. And the wand. And the anklet. Don't forget, these well, are what, what, Yeah, what's the anklet do? It's a very special anklet. It's returning from last season. What does it do? I'll take it just for the sense of nostalgia. Uh, what does it do? You make an arcana check on it. Hey, Bones, what the anklet do? Uh, I, I, what? Where did that come from? 18 snow? Do I know? No. With an 18? It looks like a regular, really, really pretty anklet. It's silver. It smells nice. It smells like warmth. What I like warmth. And nice pets. I'll take it. Arn. Okay. How do I put this on? All right. So Bones goes around to each of you and he puts the collars on. Where do I wear an anklet? Technically, it would go... Put it situate around my paw. Can I move my um, little one soldier over to the new collar? It's kind uh, of like my If you ask tag. Bones, he'll do it for Bones, you. Bones, do that, please. Do, do what? Can you move over my little wooden soldier onto my new collar? Sure. Why didn't you just say that in the first place? So it's he does. He moves it over subject. for you. Okay. So okay. he puts on all of your collars for you. Where do we fasten the, the anklet? Uh, he puts it basically underneath of the collar. Okay. And you guys can turn on your human forms at will. Okay. Do you want me to describe what you guys would look like? Would that make it easier for you? Yes. Sure. Okay. So Copper is now at approximately five foot three. Okay. Make him still about a little small. Copper is a five foot three human with scruffy brown short hair. Mm-hmm. that's like almost like cropped like a military cut yes, that's and he right. has a goatee oh nice and he has a like a little tiny uh like patch like you know how his uh fur already has like those dark patches mm-hmm. he's kind of got that pattern in his hair too mm. um not the patches but like the dark in the hair and he's like pale skinned uh with green eyes and you see where on your body would the collar be uh would it be like a necklace or something it could be a necklace but you can also Decide where it would be on the human body. Uh, trying to think. You can make it a choker if you want. Sure. Okay, he's also wearing a choker. And with the green choker, and each of the collars has a little half moon symbol on it, by the way. Well, uh, actually, wait, no. It, it would. Could I make it so that one is on one wrist and that the silver anklet thingy's on the other wrist? Sure. Okay, cool. Which wrist is it on? Uh, the collar's on the, the left wrist and the anklet's on the right wrist. Okay. So Ari Throdo is a dark-skinned. Mm. Uh, we'll say, uh, how old is your dog? Two years? Four, but yeah, two works too. But no, how old is your dog? Four. Okay, your dog is four. Thank you. Okay, so your dog is a dark-skinned... Like a drill? The, like a black personality. Like, a <laughs> but like an African-American. You can be a very dark African-American. Yeah. I want to look like a shadow. So you are a very dark-skinned, frail-framed uh, woman with very dark hair. It's kind of like dreads, almost. Kind of like um, What's-Her-Face's sister in Black Panther. Black Panther's sister. Ooh, she does it. She's pretty. Yeah, yeah. Like you kind of look like her. Okay. A little bit shorter, I'm though. totally fine with that. Okay. And your collar would be, where would you want it? You can actually make it like a circle on your head. You could make well, it, it a choker. it has a little wooden thing from it. Probably want it around my neck. Like a necklace? Yeah. Okay. So it's also around your neck, kind of like a choker mm-hmm. um, with that same, with the little wooden soldier on it and the crescent moon shape. All right. Argus for Uguin. Yeah. All right. You are a big burly man. You look kind of <laughs> Russian. Okay. You kind of don't look like you would fit through the door 
I'm just letting you know. (laughs) So people are going to probably look at you a little funny, but you are bald. You have a tattoo kind of like in the shape pattern of your dog's patches on his body. Uh, But it kind of looks like a um, like a star on the center, I guess. Because that's kind of like how the pattern, like it goes on the neck, you know, like how it forms around the neck and around the body. Yeah. It's kind of like a star. Sure. It's a really bad description of it. I'm sorry. Okay. You kind of have like a star on your chest, basically. Uh-huh. Um, and a few like other markings on your body, like other tattoos that you can describe yeah. however um, you wish. Oh, uh, let's see if like, if you like, if he's bald, does he have like a big scruffy white gray beard or something? Yes, too? he does. Okay. You do. You kind of look like... I, I don't know what kind of tattoos I'd even... You know what I'm imagining right now? I, I, Please tell me you're imagining you exactly the, what I'm looking the, at. The, the uh, what are you looking at? at? My cat's bothering me, sorry. <laughs> oh, so it was a cat. You could have like a fish, I don't know. But you almost... You're wearing like a wife beater shirt. Um, like just a sailor's shirt. Like very mm. cut. You're almost bursting out of your own clothes. Okay. Appearance wise. And you can all see like the appearance but you can actually see also through the illusions so if you if you look down fr- from where the people are standing you can see yourselves but if you're just looking at each other you can see the humanoid part do we look really in weird. like a mirror you can look in a mirror guys guys we're under attack look look bark bark All bark right. look and for spark spark you kind of you get generic dad syndrome <laughs> you get generic dad syndrome like if back in medieval times they had loafers you'd be wearing loafers in Birkenstocks like your pants (laughs) they're like a sock dude loafers in Birkenstocks he's got like suspenders and like a fanny pack no fanny pack um, but his his clothes are a little bit looser on him Uh, he looks really laid back a little bit of a beer belly going there nice um does Maybe he have like a sun light. visor on? They didn't exist then, Dang. but he definitely has like a farmer's cap on. Nice. You guys all look great. Um, Bones kind of just hides a laugh and he's like, uh, y'all, look, y'all look really good there. <laughs> Wait, how can he have loafers and Birkenstocks? Birkenstocks are a shoe. Are they? I think Birkenstocks Yeah, I would just be look it up. Okay, fine. He's going to have like Birkenstock styled shoes. Like he's gonna look like dad. No, he needs the sneakers. He needs white sneakers. Nah, they didn't exist. Wearing didn't exist. Hosen. I'll give him white loafers. Okay. All right, you got white loafers. Oh god. Don't 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 scuff them. All right. Medieval balance. All right. So as you guys finish up and you now look like humans as dogs, which you're going to have to figure out how to maneuver in society as humans as dogs, uh-huh. since you still don't have hands. Or opposable thumbs. Good luck opening doors. Bones. Uh, let's see if he can get through the door. So for the next hour, you guys are walking <laughs> through the door. Hey, hey Bones. I, uh, I'd offer to get the door for you, but I don't have hands. <laughs> uh, guys, I'm sorry. This is going to take a while. So after an hour, you guys do reach outside. And he looks exhausted. Y'all a little sweaty because you've been walking for a while. You ended up walking through a desert at one point. Is that where he keeps all his sand? <laughs> Actually, just that's where he gets a fresh supply. Hmm? Do we just fall unconscious? It's like sleep sand. It's a desert. Right. No, but, the sand that makes it magical. He, he makes it sand. Ma- he makes oh. it magical. He has to enchant it. He. That's this so is fun. the desert. As you're walking through the desert, the desert is an infinite supply of sand. And so Does is the ocean. More? But yeah, that's how he makes more. All right. After an hour, 
you guys are brought back outside, a little sweaty, a little, huh, huh, finally. He w- starts to walk back down the path that you guys came from. And you actually noticed, uh, notice now that there was like this archway there. Oh, that there before? Uh, yeah. Didn't really have the time to look back. Uh, but he goes over to the side and he, you see him like start pressing some buttons on it and like almost like he's programming something. And the portal opens back up. And he says, all right, guys, do you have any more questions? Uh, ask him now before I send you through. Uh, what are we doing again? Looking for the Sandman's apprentice. He has to be uh. brave and kind and what diligent and has to be slightly magical. Okay. Uh, we, we get the world not dying. Uh, okay. Also, we can probably keep our cool stuff. Ooh. Okay, you, you can keep the cool stuff. We can keep the cool stuff. What this if we cool fail? Stuff will be super uh, then the world dies. But like can we keep the cool stuff? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, okay. I, I, nobody would be able to take it back, so. Good, good. Okay, yeah. cool. What yeah. if someone succeeds, but it's not us? Nobody else is doing it, so they can't. What if we get more people to help us? Yeah, and then we just kind of leave. Can we still keep the well, stuff? As long as the job That's gets done. That's not my decision. I was told only to bring you. Okay, mm. cool. So technically, we're off the chain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're off leash dogs. He says, when you guys find this uh, person, you have two weeks. Wait, do we, do, we, do we? Oh, someone should have grabbed the chalk. The next full moon is in two weeks on the day of Luxuria. Uh, wait, we have to bring him back here? Yes. Did anyone grab the chalk? He looks and he says, I'll open up the portal for you when the two weeks is up. At this time... In two two weeks from now, I will open back up the portal. Okay. What if we get done, like, before? You'll have to wait out the time. <laughs> that could be potentially dangerous, but okay. But we could just eat food, like, the whole time. We could just stay and meet and eat the whole town. Mm. Yes, let's do Including that. Including the people, because they're made of meat. They are meat. Um, guys, <laughs> please don't do anything crazy. There are already uh, struggling animals out there like yourselves. If they discover... Awakened animals like yourselves eating people. <laughs> Just I mean, imagine what that will do to the other awakened animals who are already being slaughtered. Well, if they're already being slaughtered, I we're mean, trying to stop that. It. Wait, wouldn't that be subduing the threat? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> All right, well, let's just go through. Karn is a peaceful village. Try not to go too crazy. Do, do they harm animals? Yeah. Do they eat animals? Just like you guys Maybe probably eat rose up chicken and eat eggs and everything like that. Probably. Well, do, do they we don't I'm eat chicken eggs well, or dogs. We eat the chickens. Do I'm they a, harm dogs? What? I'm actually a vegan, but that's besides the point. I'm not. You that, can't survive as a vegan dog. You're, you'd be dead. you're a vegan. <laughs> why? Then why do you want to go eat meat and meat? Dogs can't be vegan. I'm just hey, letting you know. You're not vegan. You're an omnivore. You're not You've been talking to be about vegan. meat for... Like Just three hours. Yeah. I'm trying to <laughs> diet, okay? No. You look fine. Thanks, man. All right. I mean, you could. Do you guys need anything pounds, else? But... Or are you good? Uh, I think we're good. If you know the exact person and where to find him, that would help out a lot. I, I don't know. You're dogs. You should be able to tell the good in people. What? Why? Do, do we get like a bonus to insight checks on people? Yeah, I gave you a like bonus to your into wisdom their already. Or something? Yeah, Oh, is it to the actual wisdom score? Yes. Can, can we oh. I give you a plus one soul? to your wisdom score? <laughs> That's really high. A plus one to wisdom. Cool. That's what that means. Nice. You're welcome. Do you guys, uh, are you, 
are you are, why are you still standing here? Are, oh, are you oh, are you can good? We, can we walk through the portal now? You 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 could have walked through the portal like now we're ago. I go through the portal. Okay, I go through the portal. Yeah. Me too. I go through. All right. Where are we? So, you guys walk through the portal. The Into freshness it. of spring is gone, and you are now okay. greeted again by cold winter, and you guys wanted to be outside of the village, correct? Mm-hmm. The sun is beginning to set as you feel the breathless whir of the portal come to an end. Lanterns dot around the village like fireflies, and you hear the chatter of people walking along a snow-trodden path. And that is where we will end this session. Ooh. Yay! Why did they have to be like fireflies? Cliffhanger! Yeah! <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Odd Doggies. If you've enjoyed the episode, please consider leaving us a review on iTunes or on Podchaser or wherever you are listening to the podcast, if you're able. And also consider sharing us with your friends, your family, your dog. Since we are playing a doggies adventure, maybe they'll enjoy it. I don't know. But uh, thank you to our very special guest, Justin from Lit Gaming Arena. Take it away, Justin. Hey guys, I'm coming from Lit Gaming Arena and happy to be part of this again. I've been looking forward to it ever since the last episode stopped. So it's been, it's uh, it's going to be some fun episodes. Um, if you want to hear more from me, you can check us out on LitGamingArena.com where we do a video game podcast with all the things video games. And it's very, very long it's a long podcast if you like long podcasts which i'm sure you do if you're listening to this one it's right up your alley but just in video games instead of role playing um so go check that out that'd be awesome all right thanks guys see you next time Bye-bye. bye bye bye